vocabulary instruction is so important and that we can't forget, even if our school district is not wanting us to teach vocabulary or if they're not wanting us to give lists, again, which I understand, we have to still give our students strategies, ideas. We have to expose them to words, but then also give them the definition. Hi there, I'm Carolyn Wall, your host of the Middle School Cafe podcast, a podcast specifically for secondary ELA teachers looking to close the achievement gap. I'm a 20-year veteran teacher who still loves being in the classroom. Tune in each week as I reflect on my own teaching experience to bring you lesson plans, strategies, and stories that will help you develop your students as readers and writers. So grab your notepad, cup of coffee and join me each week as we dive into all things ELA. Here we go. Hello everyone and welcome back to the Middle School Cafe podcast. As we start our 13th episode today, I realize that I haven't introduced myself in a while and I know that we have some new listeners. So first, thank you for being here. My name is Carolyn Wall and I'm the host of the podcast. I have been teaching language arts and social studies for over 20 years. I have taught multiple grade levels and multiple subjects in grades 6 through 12. My favorite grade to teach is 8th grade, and that is where I spent most of my career. However, this year, I was asked to move from 8th grade to 6th grade just due to staffing issues in our building. 6th grade has been fun. It has also been a little bit challenging. I am definitely hoping to move back to 8th grade next year. I am a huge proponent of the Reader's Workshop Method. Workshop is simply an approach to teaching reading that really puts the needs of the students first. I discuss more about why I use it, what workshop approach looks like, and even how I struggled with workshop in the beginning. I talk about all of that in the first few episodes of the podcast, so you can go back and look at episodes one, two, and three if you want to know any of the background about how I became so passionate about using workshop as my only way of teaching reading in my classroom. For me, it really is all about allowing students to have choice in what they read, then challenge them along their journey. I really become the facilitator and not the director of their learning, which allows students to grow at their own pace. Each week, it is my goal to bring you ideas and suggestions on how you can incorporate workshop or elements of workshop in your own class. A new episode drops every Tuesday, and then over in the Facebook group, we continue the conversation. I post questions throughout the week and invite you to give your opinion, maybe even provide some advice on how you're doing things in your class. And if you have a question, that is the perfect place to get an answer, because not only will I answer it, but you can get some advice from some other like-minded language arts teachers. I am definitely under the belief that we are better together and that there is always something that we can learn. If this is your first episode, thank you for being here and giving me an opportunity to be part of your journey. If you have been listening for a while and are finding value and benefit in the episodes, I'd like to ask you to do me a favor and go over and rate the podcast. Ratings really just help other teachers to find the Middle School Cafe podcast. All right, so let's jump into today's topic of vocabulary instruction. Is vocabulary instruction still relevant? I think the easy answer is yes. 
You have to know what words mean before you can comprehend, whether that is a verbal comprehension or written comprehension. And vocabulary is where that begins. Think about it. When we are first learning how to talk, we don't talk in full sentences. We don't use perfect grammar. We learn to talk or learn a new language through understanding vocabulary words. Learning vocabulary is something I've always enjoyed. Are you old enough like me to remember getting lists of vocabulary words on Monday, having to memorize them and taking the test on Friday? Do you remember writing stacks and stacks of vocabulary words and definitions on three by five note cards and then practicing with those cards everywhere you went? That is not how we teach vocabulary anymore, although I personally loved it. I love learning new words and memorizing the cards in different subjects really helped me to feel successful in classes that I struggled with. But I do, however, understand that for most people, that method of learning, quote unquote, learning vocabulary words was simply an exercise in memorization, meaning memorize the word, take the test, then forget what you learned. So I totally understand why that is not best practice when it comes to vocabulary instruction. But I do believe that direct vocabulary instruction is relevant and necessary. For many years, maybe it was just the school that I worked with, direct instruction of vocabulary was frowned upon. And not just frowned upon, was told you weren't allowed to do it. I can remember multiple conversations with an instructional mentor who consistently challenged me on why I was wasting valuable class time teaching vocabulary. His thoughts were that if students were reading the assigned reading, that they were going to learn new words. They were going to gather all the vocabulary that they needed for the grade level. Oddly enough, it was the same school district that said students couldn't have choice in what they were reading, didn't even allow the students to use the library during school hours. Students were required to read a specific set of novels and a specific set of short stories, and all of the grades did the exact same thing. So as I think about that now, Essentially, this district, not the one that I currently work for, was saying that if students read these two specific class novels and this collection of short stories, students would magically learn the correct definitions of multiple words and know how to use them. That's ridiculous. That is like saying, if I read a cookbook, then I'm going to be able to cook like a professional. No. In order to cook like a professional, I need to know more about cooking. I need to know the difference between stir and fold, and I need to understand what the different measurements are, a teaspoon, a pinch. I need to know what the ingredients are. And all of that is part of language. All of that has to be explicitly taught in the same way that vocabulary needs to be explicitly taught. Vocabulary, the understanding of what words mean, is a fundamental building block for creating strong readers. So let's think about that for a moment. If I can read the words but have no idea what they mean or have a strategy to determine their meaning, is there really a point to reading? I can remember in high school, I took Spanish. I learned a lot, but at the same time, I didn't. I learned the alphabet. I learned that the Spanish language makes different sounds. I even learned some isolated vocabulary. 
Because of that limited experience with the Spanish language, I can read Spanish today. I can read it fairly well, actually, enough that I can read with my ELL students. But because I have such a limited Spanish vocabulary, I rarely know what I'm reading. I can decode the words, but I cannot comprehend the text. How many of our students feel like that all the time? That they can read the words, they understand how to pronounce the words, they can decode, but they have no idea what it is that they're reading. Vocabulary is such a key component of comprehension that I would go so far as to say that if you are a teacher of any subject, you must be a vocabulary teacher. So how do we go about doing that? How do we go about teaching vocabulary, especially in districts when it is frowned upon or when they explicitly tell you not to teach vocabulary? I'm going to be sharing with you in the upcoming podcast some specific ways that I teach vocabulary and I include vocabulary in every unit, even when I talk social studies. But before we get to that, let me just leave you with a few ideas. Next week, I will go over some specific activities. No, they are not a list on Monday and a test on Friday, but some specific activities. But for now, let me leave you with these thoughts. One, make vocabulary instruction a part of every lesson. It doesn't have to be boring. It doesn't have to be, okay, today we're going to be doing vocabulary. It can be a quick lesson. It can be as simple as having students scan a text that you're going to read for class. Have them pick out words that they don't know. Just a scan. They don't have to read the article. They're just scanning. They're looking for words that they don't know, words that they think other people would need to know to understand this article. They're looking for subject-specific vocabulary. I like to just have them scan. I kind of make it a little bit of a challenge to see who can find the best word. Then we make a list on the board of all of these different vocabulary words. Those are the words that I use for that lesson. Those are the words that I can pre-teach. Those are the words that I can review with students because they might already know what the words mean, or some students know and some students don't. But all of those words, the students have pulled out of the article, and those are the ones that we are reviewing. It can be as simple as that. It doesn't have to be sit down to write your unit and have a list of 25 words that every student has to know. It's simply building vocabulary within your lessons. Number two, teach students strategies that they can use to build their vocabulary and take ownership of the words that they encounter. This includes things such as context clues, making sure they understand Greek and Latin roots, graphic organizers, those kinds of things. These are things that they start learning in elementary school, but we need to continually teach this, explicitly teach this in middle and high school. One of the benefits of moving from eighth grade to sixth grade this year is that it is a constant reminder to me that just because they have learned this in elementary, it's part of their standards in elementary school, that doesn't mean that they know it. And so many times this year, I've had to stop and I've had to teach. And a great example of that is the Venn diagram. I know that The elementary teachers in my district use a Venn diagram. I know that that's part of our standards here in Oregon in the elementary level. And yet when I use the term Venn diagram, I would say that two thirds of my class, if not more, had no idea what I was talking about. So I had to go back and explicitly teach it and help them pull out that prior knowledge. 
So just because they learned it in elementary school, I can't assume that they still know it. And as a veteran teacher, I know that in my head, but sometimes in practice, I forget that I need to explicitly teach things that I think that they already know. And number three, make vocabulary instruction engaging and fun. Not every lesson needs to be game-like, but if you are reviewing words from a lesson or a unit, find activities that allow students to work together or get out of their seats. I guess my main point in talking today is really just putting it in front of you again that vocabulary instruction is so important and that we can't forget even if our school district is not wanting us to teach vocabulary or if they're not wanting us to give lists, again, which I understand. We have to still give our students strategies, ideas. We have to expose them to words, but then also give them the definition. So I hope that that is what you're getting out of all this. Again, next week, I am going to be telling you some specific ways, giving you some specific strategies that I use. But in the meantime, if you're looking for more information on this topic, then you can head over to the blog post that dropped today at middleschoolcafe.com, where I share more about the importance of teaching vocabulary, more of the importance of why direct instruction on vocabulary is so key to increasing students' ability to comprehend text that they're reading. Vocabulary instruction shouldn't be a list on Monday and a test on Friday. We know that that doesn't work, but how can we incorporate that into our everyday lessons or at least into every unit? All right, you guys, what do you think about that? Do you think that we should explicitly teach vocabulary? Do you think that I'm way off base here? I would love to know what you think. I am so looking forward to our discussions in the Facebook group this week. I want to know what you are doing to teach vocabulary with your students. I want to know if you're even allowed to teach vocabulary with your students. What advice do you have for myself and other teachers on how to increase student vocabulary to increase student comprehension? I hope that you will pop into our group and chime in with your ideas about vocabulary. There's a link in the show notes, so be sure to check that out. When you click on the link for the Facebook group, there are a couple of questions, so please be sure that you answer those, and I will be sure to let you in. Next week, again, I'm going to discuss some specific strategies that I use to make vocabulary part of every unit. So until next time, everyone, have a great week.